Hi, I'm Sabrina Petrofessa. And I'm Lily Rugo. And this is Earth's Mightiest Fangirls. Woo. Oh, I thought you were going to introduce things. Oh, okay. Um, happy APAM, Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. I had to, like, count that out on my fingers. Anyways, we're kicking this whole month off with Asian things and Asian fangirl type things. And I'm very excited. And we're getting started with one of the most iconic pieces of Asian representation out there is 1998's Disney's Mulan. Yes. Classic. Personally, one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, it hits every time. Top 10. Definitely. (laughs) I love this movie. It's one of my faves. In a shock twist, I have the information, not Lily. Yeah. But it came out on June 19th in 1998. It was directed by Barry Cook and Tony Bancroft. Screenplay by lots of people. Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Rita Xiao. It's H-S-I-A-O. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Philip Lezebnik. Chris (laughs) Sanders. Eugenia Bostwick-Singer. And Raymond Singer. Chill. It's based on The Ballad of Mulan by... Why did I do this? <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce any of these things. I didn't realize it was going to be that detailed on the wiki page. I didn't oh, realize yeah. there was that many screenwriters. I didn't know that either. I don't know how to... Guo Mao Ken. I don't know how to say that. I'm so sorry. I'm very white. There's a Wikipedia. People can look at it. Yep. And starring the beautiful, the incredible Ming-Na Wen. Ming-Na Wen. Because she voices our Mulan. And the other person who voices our Mulan is Leah Selonga, and she is also the incredible, the be- beautiful, the iconic. Yes. Mulan had a great voice cast. I Specifically her. George Takei is in here? Oh. Oh, wait, no. I was like, I know exactly who he is. I was getting him confused with his cameo on Avatar. I did not know he was in Mulan. <laughs> Feel to Oh, it. he's one of the ancestors. He's the first ancestor. Yes, he is. I did know that. Yes, he is. Okay. I didn't know that. I f- totally forgot that. You'd think, he has a very distinctive voice. You'd think you'd be like, hmm, is that George Takei? It's one of those things that once you know that character is George Takei and then you hear it, you're just like, ah, yes. Okay, okay. Well, anyway, we're talking about Mulan. Mulan is great. I love Mulan. It's one of my favorites. Wait, you skipped over Shang. Oh, I don't even know who that is. I mean, B.D. Wong? Is yeah, that who B. plays Yeah, B.D. Wong. Me? He's, he's important to the community. He's, he's a classic. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy is the dragon. Oh, yes, of course. Mushu. Okay. I mean, if any of you don't know what Mulan is about, then I'm shocked. But if you, but if you don't, Mulan is about a woman in China who goes to fight in the war for her father because her father is sick. And so she's like, nah, you can't go because you for sure will die. And I don't want you to die. So then she just dresses like a man and goes to fight in the war. Yeah. And it's badass. Yeah. She saves all of China. Yeah. She saves the entire country. <laughs> okay. But like, I guess we can start with like... Uh, what does this movie like mean to us because i feel like it's just like one of those childhood classics right yeah we i think both of us definitely are the target audience of the disney animated golden years because yes it's what my sister grew up with it's what i grew up with so i have very strong memories of like vhs boxes and like popping those open and putting in the vhs tape to watch all of them so mulan I have a very complicated, not now it's not complicated, but as a kid I had a complicated, like, 
feelings towards Mulan the movie, but it, it is one of the ones that I, I loved all the time and like it was great. But it's also one of those movies that like as the only Chinese kid in a 50 mile radius, everyone was like, oh, I bet you love Mulan. Mulan has to be your favorite movie. She's Ew. the best. And then because she was great, I couldn't be like, no. But like for the longest time, Belle was my favorite Disney princess because she liked books. I liked books. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so gross. Yeah, it was Mulan and Cho Chang haunted me throughout my childhood. <laughs> because they that's were so gross. They were the smart Asian girls and I was and they were I think I have no idea if Cho Chang is Chinese. But you know, they were both Asian and Mulan was actually Chinese, so everyone's like, Oh, she's gotta be your favorite and I was like, Yeah, she's great, but she's not my favorite <laughs> And it wasn't until later that um I was able to kind of, I think it was other heritage months and like Mulan's like whatever 30th anniversary or like, no, it's not 30, 10th anniversary or something that people were writing and like processing. My God, this movie is 20, 20 years old, 22 years old. Yeah. If it came out in 98, I don't know why I said 30, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't until other, I read other Asian people processing what Mulan meant that I was like, yeah. This movie meant a lot. This movie's great. So I like it more now as an adult than I did as a kid. As a white person with privilege, I just thought it was fun <laughs> and I loved it and I wanted to be her. Yeah, whoever whoever you are, Mulan was a great character and it was a really fun movie. I just was like, man, I want to be that girl. Like that's <laughs> awesome. Like she's incredible. Like <laughs> I just don't know how you can watch Mulan and not love it no matter what because mm-hmm. it's just about this badass woman being like, I'm taking control of my life right now <laughs> and just doing things regardless of what anyone else thinks. Yeah. And then she shows up everyone. She just like, she goes, she fights, <laughs> she sucks at it at first because literally she's never fought before and yeah. then she's like, nah, I don't care what you think, I'm going to be good at this and then she is good at this <laughs> the and then she saves the you. whole world training montage is iconic Whew. that whole song is iconic i feel like there is i feel like the percent of people our age who don't know the lyrics to i'll make a man out of you is fairly small because i feel it's like, like it's there's... like probably point zero 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 one percent right it's just the people who didn't grow up with disney which there's nothing wrong with that but i the point i'm trying to make is a very large majority of people know the lyrics to the song. <laughs> or I even mean, if you like, don't I'm know- two seconds away from starting to sing it. <laughs> even if you don't know all the words, you know exactly what people are talking about when it comes up. <laughs> yeah. Be a man, you must be <laughs> swift as a coursing river. I love this song. It's such a good song. I don't know why everyone loves it so much, but it's so good. It just slaps. It's really it good. It really does. Donny um, Osmond was the one who sang it. Um, can, mm-hmm. we, can we talk about- um, Li Shang is bi. Okay, that was a thing I did not, again, because I just wasn't on the internet when I, and I wasn't aware of the fan side of internet. So it wasn't until, again, very recently, I was just like, oh, Mulan has sparked this whole queer culture around it. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. It was one of those things that I didn't really like realize or notice at first because I was like, you know, you're a kid and you're like, you're like, well, Mulan has always been a girl. So Li Shang has always been attracted to Mulan, but like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but then you're like, wait, he was attracted to her as a guy. <laughs> like, he didn't know right. that she was a woman. Right. So like, 
Hmm. Lee Shang. Hmm. I think you're <laughs> a little bit on the what's the <laughs> spectrum? Yeah, but no, but like the a specific word, the Kinsey scale. Oh. You're a little bit on that Kinsey scale. <laughs> and I support it. Yeah, I I think it's really fun the way people have read into and played with the queerness in Mulan. Uh, that mm-hmm. was another one in college. I don't remember what year it was. Freshman, sophomore year, the Asian Student Union watched... We had like a watch party with of Mulan with the Queer Student Union. And that's when... I think, honestly, that was probably the first time I realized how many queer themes people... I don't want to say attached or latched themselves onto, but just like how many queer themes people saw in Mulan and how they were able to identify with it. And I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, because... Okay, here's the thing. Like, if, you, if you're going to get into it, you can you can definitely headcanon Mulan as non-binary, even trans. Like, she could... Maybe she feels more comfortable in armor or, like, presenting male than she does as, a, like, a woman or whatever. Like, it's very easy to... Um, project onto Mulan when mm. it comes to gender and um, sexuality and all of like those complicated feelings just because of kind of how she's playing with like the movie kind of plays with gender mm. because she's cross-dressing to like fight in a war you know yeah um I can't remember it was a few years ago. I think it was a, during the like the 10-year anniversary boom when everyone was coming out with their think pieces. But the writer... Actually, I don't think they identify most first as a writer. The comedian Jess Tom, J-E-S-T-O-M, they wrote an essay about... Because um, they're non-binary. And they wrote an essay about how they saw themselves in Mulan and the like gender complexities in the movie. And I saved that essay. It's gorgeous. I'll link to it. It made me think of Mulan and a whole bunch of other new ways and how, like, reflection specifically, they're talking about how, like, I'm in my 20s and I was watching it recently with, like, some friends and their kids and I started crying during reflection. And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a deep song. <laughs> reflection gets you. It really does. Okay, there is one thing that has been pointed out to me about Mulan that bothers me to no end now. Hmm. When... They draw Mulan as a man. They give her an angular jaw. And when they draw her oh. as a woman, it's very soft and round. They take out the jawline. Huh. Yeah. Didn't notice that because that's not how that, that works. That bothers me to no end now that I yeah. notice it. I'm thinking I'm back on like stills like, and like, yeah. It's even in the poster. The po- like the poster that oh, has the her like poster. half, and, you know, half yeah. Mulan, half whatever the Ping. boy name is doesn't doesn't hit doesn't the name mean gay or homosexual in chinese i have no idea that is out of my jurisdiction oh my god yes because I, there was a tumblr post going around a long time ago that was like um if you don't speak chinese then this joke kind of goes over your head but when mulan is giving her name ping they go fa ping and they're they're very like they're kind of they're like there's like a split second like that's a weird name because it means like homosexual. <laughs> Fa ping meaning yeah. Okay, okay. Well, this Reddit link that leads to Wikipedia says it it like means uh like flower vase. Uh which is like a slang 
word? I guess. I don't know. Hold on. One thing that Jess Tom mentioned in their essay is how as much as it explored and kind of played with gender that queer people could recognize themselves in, there were also some things that they did that were at the moment more acceptable, like in the 90s more acceptable, but now would be kind of seen as um, transphobic. And they were specifically talking about the scene. It's one of the other iconic scenes way in the end when the three her three soldier friends are dressed up as women. Ooh, yeah. And I was like, and again, it's one of those things that when you're a kid, you're just like, haha, that's funny. They look ridiculous. They're men dressed up as women. And then you, you look at it now as an adult and in our time period, you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, especially because like, I guess the point there was for them to like very much look female presenting to trick the guards. Mm-hmm. And and they even make that like ugh concubines like this is right. like a, these are gross ladies right. kind of joke. But I, I feel like all things considered, not to like excuse it, it's like really the only joke. Yeah, yeah. So that one that was the only one that I'd noticed because specifically because they pointed it out. And then other people in general, like the Asian community, um, they think it's just the chinese people doing more chinese shit can we swear on these because um the actual era like the historical context of the ballad and so on and so forth to get to slightly into chinese politics for lack of a better word the the mulan movie whitewashed this movie because like the historical context of it isn't like the pretty ethnic majority han chinese um so they're saying that like there's a lot of stereotypes that you can tell the 90s influenced in Mulan. If you get into like community discourse of this movie, it's interesting and also a lot to take in. Yeah, the the Wikipedia page only really only said like Disney really wanted it to be a success in China. Mm. Um especially because they had just done a um disney funded biography of the dalai lama which was kind of iffy in china huh in the 90s i'd never heard of that project it must have been one of their it's called it's called kundun right uh is isn't the dalai lama in tibet my god reaction is yes 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 the spiritual leader of tibet so, like, you know, I'm, I don't really know much about the controversy between, like, China and Tibet and the whole, like, you know. China being China. I don't, I, yeah, I don't really know a lot about that, but I know that it exists and mm. that, like, China has very weird feelings about it. Mm. So I think they were, like, upset by Disney's documentary about it. Mm. And so they were trying to basically be like, here, we did Mulan like this. <laughs> Here, here, here. But they um, delayed it. They delayed the release in China for a really long time. And then they released it the same weekend as, like, Chinese New Year. So it got bogged down by other, like, uh, like Chinese films being released the same weekend because people would rather see those, like, the New Year films than Mulan. So it did really, really poorly in China. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I was in China, the, like, 
first one last time pretty much was in 2016 and Shanghai Disney was about to open that summer. So like Disney things were everywhere. There were all the ads and cause I was in Shanghai um, and I was looking around and kind of like, I think the Hong Kong Disney and like the one in the Disney in Paris, they have more like in European influenced architecture around and like Hong Kong has more like Chinese architecture. So like Shanghai mm-hmm. Disney had a lot of Chinese architecture, but I was looking at the posters and Mulan was nowhere. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I'm kind of surprised Disney's not pushing her more in the like the motherland park. And I was like, I guess it's a good thing because then they're blah, blah, blah. But like Frozen was everywhere. Elsa was pushing that yeah. Disney harder than Mulan. Yeah, it, it's funny how um, like when I was in Thailand, like it's funny how like much they knew like Disney stuff, mm. but it was also like hard because the names were different. So I would be like, oh, like oh, do you yeah. like Frozen? And they're like, huh? And I'm like, uh, Elsa, Anna? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, do you like Tangled? Uh, Rapunzel? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the names are so different that it was hard. And also even Moana, Moana has a completely different name. Huh. Her name is Viana. Huh. And I looked it up. Do you want to know why? Uh-oh. So w- one of the reasons was that there's, like, a company named Moana and, like, uh-huh. it was, con- it was like, conflicting and they couldn't release it over there like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Zootopia is Zootropolis in, in Europe. Oh, okay. Because um, there's a legit Zootopia <laughs> in Europe. And oh, so okay. people were like, no, this is not the same thing. So they had to change the name. Okay. But also there's a porn star named Moana. Oh, yeah, so they would have to change that name. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I digress. (laughs) But Mulan, it means a lot of things to a lot of different people. And for me, as again, who had like a weird relationship as a kid versus now as a young adult, I enjoy reading and learning more about it. You're not a young adult. You're an adult. That's true. For some reason, well, (laughs) because I'm not a teenager anymore, I don't count 17 to 19 year olds as adults. So I go like 20 to 25 is still is a young adult, but I guess like, I don't know. I'm still on my parents' health insurance. Am I an adult? I mean, you're allowed to be on that until 26, so I would say yes. That's true. All right. So as, a, as an adult, I enjoy reading about how other people process and react to Mulan because it's one of those mass, it's one of those defining pieces of media, whether you grew up with it or not, it was still pushed onto you as an Asian person in America. So... I, I absolutely adore this movie, and I find it interesting to read about why others don't, its faults, and just, like, how it was of its time and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I tend not to think about it very seriously just because I enjoy it and I don't want to be depressed and, like, watch it and be like, mm, you know? But I just think that, like, cinematically, Mulan is, very, is a very good movie. Mm. Like... I love, I just think it's fun. I like the beginning, like, where she's writing down everything on her arm and (laughs) it just all gets washed off. The whole scene with the matchmaker Mm -hmm. is just so funny. Like, I was watching it and still to this day at 23 years old, I was like, this is hysterical. (laughs) And I was laughing. Like, I still thought it was so funny. Yeah. Um, The... The scene 
where they're where they're singing like a, a girl worth fighting for and it that like moment at the end where it just the music stops mm-hmm. and you see the like wasteland in front of them mm-hmm. is so good yeah like the abrupt end to that song just works so well in the movie and you're mm-hmm. like <gasps> like <laughs> because it goes from this like very happy like a girl worth fighting for a right. girl worth fighting for. like that stop yeah done because <laughs> the just the sheer horror of what's in front of them is yeah awful and i think they like that the movie does those like little moments really really well mm-hmm yeah, definitely. I think they're able to carry a really strong emotional tone throughout the movie because at never point or at, at no points is it too is like Mushu too much comedic energy for what's happening in the story or uh, is it any at no point is it like too angsty or anything like that or like the the tone I think was just very strong and throughout it was carried through very well. Yeah. I mean, definitely Mushu does get on my nerves more now than I, he <laughs> did when I was a kid. Because now I'm like, because his motivations are so selfish that I just don't care. His whole motivation is, oh, I screwed up. I didn't wake up the dragon. I, I need to go save Mulan. And then I can be like a hero again. Right. Like I can be one of the protectors. I get my own pedestal. And it's like... I guess part of Mushu's journey is that he, like, learns to be, like, selfless and deserving Mm -hmm. of the pedestal, but he's still annoying. (laughs) See, I think what I, I, I like when Disney has the, like, animal, um, character, but they don't talk, Mm. you know, like, in Tangled, there's the the horse the and the and the chameleon yeah. and they don't talk but they have like character right, right and i right. like that the cricket is the same way the cricket doesn't talk but has character her horse has like a little bit of character too <laughs> so i like that i like that more i like it right. when they're like kind of silent because it kind of forces the character to have like silent conversations with themselves <laughs> yeah i do enjoy that which you see when mulan is practicing and you meet mushu for the first time yeah and, like, I, I understand Mushu's part in the story to, like, create conflict mm. and to, like, also be there to support her and whatever. But, mm-hmm. my, again, she don't need him. <laughs> she made the decision all on her own. She was the one who, like, did the fighting all on her own. Like, I just don't think he was necessary. Whatever. It's fine. Hot opinions on Mushu. I didn't I realize I felt this way until I was watching it the last time. And I was like, oh, you're just so annoying. Because I just hate his... I hate, like, the selfish motivations. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I like Eddie Murphy, though. I think he's a funny guy. I just... just... Eddie Murphy is great as the animal sidekick. <laughs> yeah. Wait, right? He's... Tr- like, in, in Shrek, he's Donkey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's, he's like, he really is a good comedian, and I think he's really, really mm-hmm. funny. But I just, yeah. like, as the character Mushu now, as an adult, I'm like, wait, I hate you. <laughs> I can't go a single... I Probably a month. Once a month, some at one point, I'm going to see the Dishonor on your cow gif. <laughs> it's yeah. just one of those things that, like, you... 
I can't go a month without seeing that gif. It is one of, like, the better gifs. Like, I, I do think that he has, like, funny moments. Like, dishonor yeah. on you. Dishonor on dishonor your cow. Your like, I think that's funny. Like, he is funny. It's just, I think now he's You a don't like annoying. his character. I yeah, just, yeah. That's fair. Wait, I had another thought. Well, yes. Since we're talking about Mushu and we're talking about the great stone dragon, have you ever seen the theory that Mulan is the great stone dragon? I've not seen that theory. So, like, the theory is that when she's, like, you know, taking her dad's stuff and, like, in the middle of the night, like, whatever, there's, like, a scene where lightning kind of strikes above the dragon and Mulan is there at the same time. So it's, like, the idea that, like, when the lightning hits the dragon, the, like, spirit kind of goes to her. Oh. Huh. And so, like, be- like that's why Mulan, uh, that's why Mushu couldn't wake him up because the the dragon has already like gone with Mulan and is like in oh. her. Huh. Interesting theory. I had not heard that one before. I kind of like it. I like the idea of like like her, her like selfless act is <laughs> like has garnered you know the spirits yeah. to like come to her yeah. and that she is the great stone dragon and so she is like this like important like spirit she like has come to her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. without anyone being without any of the ancestors being like man you go like you know right right that makes sense so i kind of like that i did always wonder why the great stone dragon actually just like the statue just broke but that's like part of it but is that, that the the- like yeah. the theory is that it was just a rock at that point yeah, because the, the 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 spirit already left the like totem mm-hmm. and went with Mulan. I like I that. I think it's a good theory though. I love this theory. <laughs> um do you wanna yeah, I'm not sure if you're interested, but do you want to hear about the first kind of piece of fan fiction I ever read was Mulan fan fiction? Yes. Yes, yes I do. So it wasn't it's not like on the internet, so it's not like true fan culture fan fiction. I don't know how old it is, but Disney printed the series of books called like Twisted Tale. So they get a bunch of different authors to write a story about kind of based on the movie of just like, what if? So one of them is like, what if Jafar had gotten the lamp and Aladdin hadn't? What if Ursula had won? Um, So I read the one called like, what if? It was called, it's called Reflection. It's by Elizabeth Lim. And it's what if Shang had died? If during the, like, the whole, like, avalanche scene, instead of Mulan getting hit in the side, Shang had taken it for her. And they were able to, like, pull him up and save him. But then he was, he was dying from, he dies from a stab wound. And so the whole book is Mulan has to go into the Chinese underworld to get Shang back. While still maintaining that she's a man. The whole time. And it was really interesting. It was really fun. It's written... It says YA. I actually think if I had to give it an age range, I'd think it's more like 15 to 16. Just like the the tone and the language of it is a lot more young-ish, I'd think. Uh, that's a weird way Isn't to put it. Isn't that what YA is? Like teen? YA is weird because it's anywhere, It's basically supposed to be your high school years. So, But your high school years are anywhere from 15 to 18. And like when you're a freshman, you're in a very different mindset than when you're 18. So I think this is a good like sophomore year book. Okay. But it's, it was a lot of fun. And there there's a lot of references to like song lyrics. And it was just like, 
I call it one. I call it fan fiction because it's it's just fan fiction. Two, it's also you. Uh, Elizabeth Lim really does truly love Mulan, and you can tell that in the way she wrote this story. That's an AU right there. Yeah. Yeah. Alternate <laughs> universe. Shang dies. I see the tags like in my mind. <laughs> Ugh. No, that's kind of funny that your first like fan fiction was actually like published. <laughs> I know. There's a it's bunch a published of ways. Book. I've actually started realizing how many ways that for as much as like oh, i didn't like milan as much when i was a kid i let it influence me later like the tattoo placement is on my wrist one mm-hmm. it's so i can write it two it's that was inspired by mulan of whenever she's just like looking at her wrist i was like yeah okay i'll put it i'll put it in the same spot <laughs> and then oh uh, some other later point in life i would like to get because mulan in chinese is it means magnolia so at some point in life i want to get a magnolia tattoo nice yeah. Oh, is that why her little hair comb has that on it? I assumed, yeah. That was also another thing that I found out, like, a year ago, is Mal- Mulan means Magnolia. Wait, okay, okay, okay. But do you want to talk about when Mulan gets revealed as a woman? Yeah. Because, like, I was watching... Not that I didn't know that this is how this scene goes in, goes about, but, like, I was watching it and I was like, they just leave her there? Like, they find out she's a woman and then they just leave her there. Just... Yeah, on the mountains by herself. Well, the way we were, the way we were told it, is the only other option was Shang just like kills her. So, I guess it was a mercy to leave her with her horse and fire, in the mountains. But they just left her because okay, I get that she, I get that she like broke the law, and she wasn't supposed to be there, and but like she did save his life, so. Is it really a mercy to leave her alone to die in the middle of, like, the mountains? No. Like, that's just an extended death. Yeah. When she's Especially still she recovering was from point. a wound. <laughs> I was like, wh- but, like, I get why they need to keep her there as, like, plot. Yeah. Because she needs to see the the. She needs to see the Huns come back. But still. Harsh. I don't know. I just, I was like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> it's also like such a dramatic moment where the doctor's like, come yeah. see this. And yeah. you just see her like bindings and you're like, okay, okay. This is, this is bad. This is bad. And then mm-hmm. the, the obnoxious guy. I can't I even remember his name. his name, but yeah. Just because he's obnoxious and I right? don't care for him. <laughs> and he's just like, a woman. <laughs> <laughs> the way that he talks is so ridiculous. I I liked that. And he was really I obnoxious, like, but I thought the actor did a good job because he was yeah, obnoxious. no, the character is obnoxious right? as hell, but that doesn't mean the <laughs> actor didn't do like the voice actor didn't do a good job. Like right, <laughs> fantastic. I did um, like how how sad her friends ended up being for her. Yeah, because like and and in the final like the climax fight whenever she's like trying to like warn them of like shang's not listening to her because he's hurt and he's proud misogynistic yeah he's being super emo but her friends were paying attention i liked that she ended up making friends with them yeah like they started off rocky but then they built Mm -hmm. that relationship and then when they were in the water (laughs) and she just saw all of their penises i know (laughs) she was just scarred and she (laughs) dipped (laughs) It's really, I don't know, I just think it's funny. Okay, but also when they draw her in the water, she has a round face. It's just, I don't, you don't, your face doesn't change just because you put your hair up. 
Yeah, you don't magically get a cut jawline. I'm sorry. I don't know why that bugs me so much, but like now that I now that I see it, I see it. It's more of a gender gender thing and um way people perceive presenting the presenting sides. I I don't know why this episode has been a little bit difficult to record. It's kind of one of those things of because we feel the same way and we love it so much, we're just saying the same things again. I have other like stray thoughts about not Mulan the movie, but like about its legacy. I mean, like, go for it then. Like, what else are we going to talk about other than, like, this is the Mulan episode. Talk about its legacy. Because, I mean, again, there's a... For me, one of the things that I started thinking about more is a while ago for Boston Comic Con, my friends and I were going to cosplay as Disney leads. And I was like, you know it, I'm going as Mulan, but her dress is really expensive and I don't want to deal with that. So I'll just wear her warrior's tunic and I can't sew or craft. So I was like, I'm just going to buy it. You can't buy her warrior's tunic. You can't find that as a costume. And from that summer on, I've been hyper aware of all of the times you can, you see Mulan in her dress, like either her costume you can buy or like her pop figure or her Barbie or whatever. And For the most part, it's the dress from the final fight. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. Whatever. Good outfit. But I get really mad whenever you see Mulan. Like, a lot of Disney promos, whenever they put the princesses all together, Mulan is always in the matchmaking dress. And I hate that because the whole point of that whole scene is how much she hates that. She hates how much that represents. And I just, I swear to God, Disney put her in the tunic. (laughs) She spends most of the movie in the tunic. Give her pants. I don't think I ever realized that. It's one of those things. You don't think about it until you go looking for it and you're just like, wait a minute. She spends majority of the movie in pants. <laughs> Why can't I find her in pants? I, cause again, it goes back to like, I think like representation and com- like queer complexity and stuff like that. Like there's nothing wrong. And I think there's super, there are things super empowering about her being fully realized at the final fight in a dress, like, Strong in, like, her strength and her identity. I don't have beef with that dress. I have beef with Disney putting her with the other princesses in the matchmaking dress. Put her in the tunic. Yeah. She also wears a dress for the majority of the second one, too. Oh, yeah. I've, because I love Mulan so much, people told me to just not watch the second one, so I have Why? I've heard it was very bad, and all the qualities that you loved in the first one did not carry to the second. Or, like, much, much weaker in the second. Okay, I like the second one. Like, not that it's as good as the first one, but I like the second one. Mm. It has its, like, dramatic moments. Yeah. But it's, st- like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything about that one. But, like, just in case <laughs> you do ever want to, like, just be like, mm, you know what? Let me, let me, let me watch it, you know? But I, I think because I, I remember watching it, like, as a kid and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> like, it made me cry, Lily. It okay, made okay. me cry. Maybe that'll be my, I'll do that for this Heritage Month. Heritage Month 2020. I'll, I'll watch Mulan 1 and, should I watch them back to back? I don't know. Okay. Did you not watch the first one for this episode? I had things going on every night and I was like, it's fine. I've committed this movie to memory. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I didn't need to watch it, but like the other day I just was like, eh, I just want to watch it. So I just threw it on. Honestly, I'm probably going to watch it. To, it's going to be this bad timing. I'll probably watch it after we record. Ah, who cares? Right? Like, again, this is one of those movies that, like, are were so ingrained in our childhood that I watched it all the time. Mm-hmm. 
I even had, um, in an attempt to help my Italian along from my parents, <laughs> they bought a Italian book of Mulan. Like a, a children's book? Yeah. It was oh. like, it was a pictures and everything. Yeah, yeah. And it, all the words were in Italian. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I like read it a couple of times, but mostly while I was watching the movie and being like, ah, oh, that's that scene. <laughs> Oh, that's that scene. Oh, that's that scene. Like, I wasn't reading it. Right. I was just flipping through the pages. <laughs> I've also seen um, the other time when, like, Mulan, I, when, like, Asian Twitter came alive was when Mulan's reveal for Wreck-It Ralph 2 and her, like, her jacket that she, her, like, her varsity jacket that she was wearing with, like, skinny jeans look. That was a fun time on Twitter. Again, no one cared about that movie, but people liked seeing the like modern AU princesses. And yeah. I appreciated the fan art that came out of that that time. There was some really Honestly, good uh, modern AU Shang Mulan fan art. There's been there's been fan art for years, like before oh, yeah. Wreck It Ralph of like modern versions of Disney princesses. Yeah, and the the Mulan ones are always like yes. I love this mm-hmm. because they always like put her in like like cute sporty outfits and like a nice like a cute jacket and mm-hmm. like Shang is always there is just like her himbo right <laughs> and it's great uh no oh my god why do I keep losing my train of thought I just had like a thought and then it it left me oh yes I thought of this way earlier in the episode but I I want to like figure I can say it now too they had like Mulan show up in Once Upon a Time oh yes Jamie Chung I did not know that she was Korean. Yeah. I was like, how? I, I, it's, it's one of those things that now that I'm like aware of it, I'm like, why do you keep casting people who are not <laughs> the, like, the, the right ethnicity? Ethnicity of the character. Like, this, she's Asian. She's not Chinese. Mm-hmm. And I think I like, I was watching um, Leverage. And there's an episode where um, they're, like, helping a sweatshop and everyone, like, Mm. and mostly it's just Chinese people, like, Chinese women in the sweatshop in, like, the United States making all these things. And, like, they would go from, like, person to person to person to person. And I was like, you look Filipina. (laughs) You look Thai. Like, are you, is this supposed to be... Right. All Chinese. And then they started speaking. And I was like, it is supposed to be Chinese. <laughs> and like, I was like aware of it. And I was like, what is happening now? Yeah. It's like, I'm so aware of it now. And I'm like, this is annoying. It That's another big one that goes back and forth throughout the community. Because like Arden Cho has talked about it when she was cast in Teen Wolf. Because her character was originally supposed to be Japanese because she is a Japanese fox spirit. Uh, Arden Cho is not. Arden Cho is Korean. So they ended up changing her character to make sense so i think she ended up being half japanese half korean i i definitely i watched teen wolf often yeah i was gonna japanese. say her mom was in a japanese internment camp because she was kind of like immortal sort of and her dad is korean but they took oh. on the mom's name instead oh. of the dad's name Huh. yeah so they ended up doing a character change like that to make to make sense with arden Cho's character um depending on who you are people go back and forth on like intra-ethnic ethnic casting for me i have a pet peeve with disney's mulan specifically because disney is one of the reasons people recognize this character and they like they say it in the movie like she's the girl who saved china and like 
Disney's behind a lot of the commodification of Mulan specifically. So if it's a Disney produced thing, which once upon a time is Mulan should be Chinese. I no res- disrespect to Jamie Chong. I'm sure t- she did an amazing job. I did not know that she started off as an, a reality star. Oh, I didn't know that either. She was like on, in a, like a Real Housewives. Huh. Also, I don't really follow Jamie Chong. I know I don't enough either. about her. I only, I literally exists. only know her from Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. And they made her gay. That's true. I heard it was like bare minimum queer baiting gay though. Yeah, there was a moment where she was gonna like admit her feelings for Aurora. Mm-hmm. Like for Sleeping Beauty, but then Sleeping Beauty was like, "Oh my God!" and I'm pregnant, and she was like, "Oh," and then she just kind of walked away. She was like, "I'm gonna go join Robin Hood's crew," right, right, and then she just went away. Yeah. And then I think she fell in love with Red Riding Hood. Okay, there was one singular episode in which we had canon queer characters. Okay explicitly and it involved red riding hood fascinating but i don't think it was mulan it was some other person i don't remember who the person was yeah that is the other thing a lot of like and it's because of the times or whatever but not enough au like canon mainstream au mulan is gay i've read a lot of different books kind of based off of mulan the legend or mulan the disney movie and she's not gay enough she's not bi enough (laughs) okay so here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing anyone's gonna be gay in Mulan it's Shang <laughs> like I've I've seen a lot of like both Shang and Mulan are by I guess they and they still end up together because that's just ultimately what your your fan heart wants a, a lot of people think Mulan and Shang are by I I not that I'm against Mulan being by I'm not I think like <laughs> headcanon your heart away yeah. like and definitely if I was not that I read Mulan fic but if I was reading Mulan fic and she was like I'm by it's not like I would leave the fic <laughs> but I don't know. It's just never, like, it doesn't seem like something that I, I would personally headcanon. Oh, okay. Um, again, I only, I barely read fanfiction. I'm only on the mainstream side of it. So, bro, our emails are open. Send me your Mulan fic. Change my mind. <laughs> show me. Like, I am, if I'm going to read any fanfic, it's going to be Mulan, apparently. So, yeah. like, give me your queer Mulan fic. Change my mind. I want to learn. Yeah, I actually did watch a Chinese adapted, like, Mulan movie. Mm. once and it was um interesting yeah i know because it's again everyone has their own every culture has their own relationships with their mythology and legends so mulan or china has an interesting one with mulan no so i watched it a long time ago but there is one one scene that is just in my head for (laughs) the rest of my life and it's the scene where they're in the middle of like they had a big battle and they're basically in like a desert and they're trapped and they have nothing. And in this in this version, her like superior officer mm-hmm. or like maybe equal, I don't remember. It was like she has someone who knows she's a woman. Mm-hmm. And like he sticks with her. And I think it's like if you're to like compare, it would be like the Li Shang character, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And they're like dying of thirst, basically. And he, like, cuts his wrist open and feeds her his blood (laughs) to quench her thirst. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, boy. I could not. I was like, what just happened? That doesn't make any sense. I know. Oh, my God. Uh, Overall, it's a pretty cool movie. Okay. It was just that that moment. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Uh, Uncomfortable. 
But in that version, her dad, like, teaches her how to fight. Oh, yeah. 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 But, like, he still was like, no, you cannot go to battle. And then she still just goes like, yeah, I'm going. Bye. <laughs> right, right, right. But, yeah. I, 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 that just <laughs> messed with me. That's it's insanity. in my head forever. I was like, I didn't know I was watching a vampire movie. <laughs> but anyway, 1998 yeah. Mulan, while slightly mm-hmm. controversial, I guess, in certain communities, fantastic movie. Much to discuss, and I'm always down to learn and discuss it, but I dearly love this movie. Yes, and um, there definitely will be more to discuss when uh, the live-action movie comes out, whenever that is. <laughs> but anyway, uh, like I said before, watch Mulan 1998. It's a great <laughs> movie, and uh, as always, we'll be with you till the end of the line. You can follow me on Twitter at the Sabrina Pat. You can follow Lily at Lily underscore Rugo. You can follow the podcast at EM Fangirls. And you can check out our website, EarthsMightiestFangirls.com. And send Lily that fanfiction at EMFangirls at gmail.com. I will read, and I don't know, our Twitter has been popping off as of 36 hours ago. Yeah, we, we did so, a live stream and it went well like we yeah. joined the live stream and it went well yeah so send me your mulan fanfic and i'll i'll tweet my way through it and yeah. if you have any questions about mulan type content just tweet us and aka me and i will get back to you i have a lot of knowledge about this yeah um and do all the lovely lovely things and rate us and review us on itunes and spotify and follow us there and stitcher and whatever and all those places it really really helps the podcast if you review us mm-hmm Thank you to Dexter Britton for letting us use their song Wonderland, and thanks to us for editing and producing.